Hey everyone, welcome to the Higher Points Podcast. I'm Nick Sowers here in the studio with my buddy Nate Hyatt. We're coming at you with a full length podcast. Um, if you're new to the podcast, normally we kind of alternate. We have a full length where we either interview somebody or we talk talk about something at length, or we do a to the point, which is like a twenty to sometimes you know forty five ish minutes, usually in the twenty to thirty minute range. Shorter podcast where we just kind of talk about something we learned or our week or just a quick topic that we just kind of want to touch on. Uh, but today is the full length, so we'll be coming at you with uh, uh, something that's going to be longer than that, but it just depends on kind of how it goes as to how long the, the podcast is. So mm-hmm. what you been up to this week, man? Uh, working, just like always. You uh, Things going well for week two? Yeah, it was a good week. Another just working on the remodels and that kind of stuff. So Yeah, what's, uh, what's up next on the calendar for you? Mm. <clears throat> We're going to continue on this remodel we've been working on. I'm going to work at my house a little bit, which is exciting because I don't make time to go work out there. And I've owned this place for almost three years now. And yeah. <laughs> kind of need to get it finished. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're always like, oh, I need to do that. I need to do that. I need to do that. And then, then I don't do And it. then you do it a little bit, and then you stop for a while. Then you do a little bit. Yeah, so there's like a bunch of projects out there that are like halfway done. Like framing is 99% done. Yeah. Siding's like 55% done. <laughs> um, subfloor is like 95% done. <laughs> so I just need to go like finish stuff up and just get things rolling. They're actually um, coming out to install HVAC stuff, get that rolling Monday. Yeah. So that's uh, that's exciting. Getting some more progress there and get some, uh, um, I don't know if I'm going to do the electrical or if I'm going to pay someone to do it. I haven't decided that yet. It's okay. It's just money. It's no big deal. Uh, just Just print your own. That's what yeah. the government does. That's it's, right. It's not frowned upon or anything. Mm-mm. No worries. Doesn't cause nobody no harm. <laughs> I'm kind of boring, man. All I've got is my, <clears> my <throat> 3 to 11 shift coming up. You know, the uh, Eli's got uh, Eli's going to stay with Thomas this week. So yeah. he'll be he'll be down and out for for uh, spring break. And that's it, man. Yeah. I mean, I, it's been, been exciting. Yeah, I, I'm actually excited, too. I mean, I was telling you on the way here that I got some things that I'm kind of working on that I hope end up panning out just to kind of give extra cash here and there. So Farmer Nick. Stuff. Yeah, right. I want to um, see you in your uh, your bibs without a shirt on underneath. <laughs> nobody wants to see Feeding that. Feeding your cows. Nobody <laughs> wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that. <sighs> so um, I kind of I kind of sprung on Nate, what, yesterday or day before, um, that I, I kind of wanted to talk about uh, Tucker Carlson's release of like the January 6th footage. And it's commonly referred to as J6. If you don't know what that is, it's com- it's like the quote-unquote insurrection of people storming the Capitol and you know, all this violence and deaths and, and all this other kind of stuff. And so it was just interesting to see, you know, that he, so to kind of give the backstory is uh, Tucker Carlson was given access to 40,000 hours of footage from inside the Capitol on that day by the Speaker of the House. And so <clears throat> that footage was something that wasn't going to be released or anything like that at like at like when they first had the commission that was investigating the whole thing. And so after that, you know, we all everybody kind of saw if snippets and things online and pictures and 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 videos uh, on social media of what happened and you typically have what they called like the shaman, you know, the guy that was had the horns on with like the painted face and all that other kind of stuff and like several people uh, have been arrested as a result of that, including the shaman guy 
who got four years in prison, which I think was interesting considering, um, you know, I, I know violent criminals that I have arrested that don't spend four years mm-hmm. in prison. Um, you know, and people, he didn't people actually that, hurt people anybody that or a, have a weapon. Yeah. I mean, he had, was it a, he had a, a flag yeah. and a flag in his hand. Um, you know, an American flag. But, uh, you know, I mean, I'm talking people like have actually like hurt people, you mm-hmm. know, um, which I, I know that people are going to say like, well, people died that day and, you know, stuff like that. Like, I'm not trying to take away from the death that happened and everything, but, um, it's just interesting to kind of see the footage. And this is something that I wanted to talk about. So if you look at just kind of some of the preliminary footage that came out, like the way that the narrative was spun to us was essentially that there were these violent Trump supporting protesters that, said the election was essentially no good, and then they stormed the Capitol, doing all this damage, killing all these people, and, you know, basically had to kind of be, like, you know, forcibly removed, or, you know, and all these, supposedly all these senators and and representatives and everything are, like, running for their lives. Which, when I first heard about it, I was happy in the sense of, like, not necessarily, like, that, that the election was a fraud or anything like that. But it was nice to see the politicians that represent us tuck, tucking tail and running, that they weren't up there in their ivory tower anymore, and that the whole reason the Second Amendment existed and the whole reason our country is what it is is because people stood up and did just that and they, they against against Britain. didn't feel invincible because yeah. they feel invincible a lot of times. Yes, like they feel like they're kind of untouchable, which now they've since built a fence around them to keep the bad people out, which I think is interesting because they won't build a fence across the border, but that's a whole other podcast. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and, and they've compared J6 to being worse than the Civil War, to being worse than 9-11, it's to tactics. being worse than any other, like, war. And, and they've done these, like, memorials to, like, all of these dead people and all this other kind of stuff, right? Well, it's interesting because <clears throat> they they say that a an officer, a Capitol Police officer, the narrative that was told to us was a Capitol Police officer, was beat in the head by right-wing extreme extremist Trump supporters with a fire extinguisher and died. Like that was the narrative that was spun at mm-hmm. the time. And and then there was another lady that she was an army veteran, she was a protester and she was shot and killed during the course of the protests as well. And so now that this footage and stuff has come out, it's been a completely it completely refutes the narrative that was come across. It completely refutes everything that the commission did. Um, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so it's, it's just interesting to kind of see the footage and see what's going on. And I feel from what I've seen that we have been 110% lied to and which, which doesn't surprise me. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, especially if you were trying to take over a election and, you know, you, you don't want people bringing anything to light. Mm-hmm. So, so then, okay. So Marco Rubio said the best, never let a good tragedy go to waste. So you have these people, they come in and they do all this kind of stuff or whatever, assuming they weren't let in, um, which we'll talk more about that in a minute. But you, you take this, this thing that happened and now you spin it to your advantage. Like, look over here, look at this thing, look at what's going on at the Capitol. But so that people can't focus on the things like what you see in 3000 mules where, 
they pulled the metadata from the cell phones and they were seeing the, and the video footage watching people stuffing ballots in these, these ballot boxes, which again is a whole nother thing that we could talk on a different podcast, which would be a good one to have Ted on. Cause we were hoping <laughs> to have Ted here tonight. Cause he would be great to have to talk about all these things as well. Schedules just didn't work out. Yeah. And so it was just interesting to hear, um, I, I guess actually more importantly to see what went on. So, the shaman, which is the gentleman that was in the, the, the horns and the, the painted face. So he's kind of the, the QAnon guy. He was kind of the, the labeled as the leader, leader of QAnon. And, and he is the kind of the fall guy, kind of the face of the whole thing. But it was interesting to see him literally walking around inside the Capitol, being escorted around by Capitol police with no, no less than they counted like nine or ten different Capitol Police officers that he was either in contact with or passed by that in no way, shape, or form in any way tried to stop him. They even like basically escorted him around and even tried to get access to locked areas and stuff with him. Him and I saw two others in the mm-hmm. videos. So I haven't watched any of these videos. I honestly like I don't pay attention to the news a whole lot. I wouldn't if it wasn't this. I you know, because like federally and like the only news I really get right now is like what's going on at the state level with uh medical marijuana. And like I get that information. I don't even read articles on it. Like we get it as a coalition. We get it from certain legislators and it's relayed from the president to us. You know, so it's about as direct as we can get. Um That's. That's about the extent of the news that I listen to right now. Maybe I'm close-minded for not paying attention to more stuff, but I don't know. So well, I haven't seen anything. I honestly haven't seen much on this. Yeah, well, what I think is interesting is, is right now, Tucker Carlson's being condemned. Fox News is being condemned. Um, and and I, 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 the thing that I have realized about politics is it's all theater, right? So now that condemnation is because it's like, oh, shit, you're bringing to light the things. And they're saying, well... You, you cherry picked video and all this other kind of stuff and edited and, it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. How so hard is it to edit that stuff? Like to make it look the way it did. It depends. It depends on the money that you have invested because you can do the people who run our media AI. and this kind of stuff do not, they've got an unlimited budget. They yeah. got as much money as they need. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is though, with, with the AI stuff is there are little nuancey things where it's not quite good enough yet. That it doesn't, it doesn't get blinking well. Sometimes it'll, it'll make an extra finger on hands and things like that. So if you look close enough, you can kind of see some of those things. Um, but he did like a whole like week long kind of segment on the thing. And it was also interesting too, because there was an officer inside that, that officer that was being told that he was beaten the head with a fire extinguisher and, and, you know, died as a result of his injuries. Well, he is in the video. Alive and well after the f- time that he should have been dead, dead based on the narrative. And so come to find out now they're talking about that his, his death was, uh, as a, was ruled natural and he had a stroke after the fact days later. And now, yo, experts are saying, well, but the, the stress can set off strokes and all that other kind of stuff, which I'm not necessarily arguing. And I did ask uh, a friend that his wife is a trauma doc in, uh, New York. And I was like, hey, when it comes to strokes, like typically if you're going to stroke out from stress, 
uh, like a stress-induced stroke. I'm like, is there typically some sort of like an underlying condition, some sort of an, another issue, or can stress alone in a healthy individual kick off a stroke? He probably got vaccinated. And yeah, <laughs> um, and and he said he said that you know his wife said that it, more than likely he had o- other underlying health conditions that contributed to the stroke. And so I think the biggest issue that I have with all of this is <clears throat> is that. You know, we, we've been spun this narrative, had this, this whole council or commission to investigate the whole thing. And you've had people that were arrested, um, for, for doing this, for holding their, for holding their elected officials accountable and interfering with an election that has been proven many times and has been proven empirically with data and with video. Um, if you watch 3000 mules. And then, so we just constantly get lied to, right? And I think, like, at what point do we say enough is enough? And now, again, this is not me saying, everyone, pick up your AR-15 and go out and start shooting and start the war. That's not what I'm saying. Um, you've heard me say many times that we're not going to vote ourselves back into prosperity. We need that culture change. What are we going to do as a culture to change? We're not going to let these people walk over the top of us. Because as long as they can keep us fighting about vaccinations... Division, right? That's all it is, is division. Yeah. Black and white division. Okay. Man versus woman for, or, you know, or homosexual versus, you know. I actually had an interesting conversation with someone the other day about TikTok. And, um, I was like, he sent me a bunch of like conspiracy stuff and this and that. And, um, I was like, dude, you need to get off of TikTok and go talk to some real people. Get out of the cave you're living in. Because, um, like, it's not the end of the world because all this stuff maybe happened, maybe didn't. You know, like, you need to go build something for yourself. Go build your career. Go build a family. Go do something, you know. Do something worthwhile other than worry about that stuff. And he's like, I, I watch TikTok because it's the only uncensored social media left. <laughs> And I said, you realize that China, like Chinese companies own TikTok and they track every single piece of data from that. Including your keystrokes from your keyboard. Exactly. And like they know you 100%. And when we do have something go down, like say World War Three, it's not going to be fought with guns. It's going to be cyber you know like nobody wants to come to the united states and take on the united states as a whole they want to drive a wedge you know and platforms like tiktok can do that well that's that's just the thing and that's why it's foreign owned you know because they're they're throwing out all these right-wing conspiracies and left-wing conspiracies you know and just draw on the divide for people well i think it's interesting you say that because you know, everybody always talks about how, you know, like the, 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 they better not come here. There's a gun behind every blade of grass, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you know, that adage that you've always heard. No, they're going to make us fight each other first. Well, that's and just, then they're going to come That's just here. it. Nobody needs to attack America. Like we're already doing a good enough job. I mean, like how many times have even we had conversations with like your parents where there's that division over the vaccination and stuff like that? As long as we are fighting each other, as long as we're getting back at each other, 
Like they're they're winning. Like nobody nobody needs to attack us. We're attacking each other. We're we're mm-hmm. literally tearing each other apart from the inside out. I told nobody my parents needs to we're attack gonna, America. We're going to talk about J six tonight, and they're like, "Well, I'm not going to listen to that podcast." <laughs> See, that's just the problem is is there's but no like th- then I sat there and had the conversation. I was like, "It's just like it's okay that you don't agree with us, but like yeah, we can still have a conversation about it." And like we talked about it, and I was like, at the end of the day, like it's just people trying to divide us is what it is. It's the bigger powers, bigger than politicians, the people who own the politicians and foreign governments that are trying to divide us. Well, so, so back on, back on subject is you were talking about the division again. I mean, you either, you're either transgender or you're homophobic, right? So it's all division. What is the common? Or you're a straight one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What, what is the common added adage that we've always heard? United we stand, divided we fall like that. Mm -hmm. That is the whole idea. You keep the division going. You don't focus on the Epstein Island and all the people that were there. You don't focus on all the money going to Ukraine and getting funneled. You don't, you don't focus on, you know, Biden's son being involved in all the Ukrainian stuff that is now, you know, coming to light that, that, you know, his father profited from even during his presidency. Mm-hmm. Let's not focus on the fact that classified documents were found at his office and more were found at, uh, a, uh, the a Biden Penn Center that had been removed from his office prior to the actual raid happening, which they made sure that the raid happened after the election and, and the things that happened before the election were kept quiet. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, if President Trump were to have done those things, that would have been, you know, mainstream. Well, I mean, media. he basically did the same thing with the documents he had. Right. But that's what I'm saying is it's not receiving the same attention. It's, it's again, it's like, look yeah. over here, look over here, look over here. Yeah. All these things are not receiving the attention they should. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, to me, that's a, that's a big deal that our last two presidents have had classified documents outside of like allegedly. Well, <laughs> I mean, until they're found guilty in a court of law, yeah. allegedly. And so, but to me, that says if they're doing it, like they've all been doing it, you know? Yeah. Well, but that's just the thing that I think that is annoying is it's like, this isn't me saying, well, well, Trump's fine because I like Trump. Like he, mm-hmm. he could have those documents, but Biden, I don't like him. He can't have those. Yeah. Like my thing is wrong is wrong. Mm-hmm. If Trump had classified documents at his place and then he should be prosecuted to the full extent yeah. of the law. If he was but, responsible but the, for J6, then he shouldn't be able to run for presidency. You know, but, if he, but the same thing should apply. To President Biden. Mm, no, I agree. I mean, the law should be a provided e- or applied equally across the board. That's, it that's always where should I'm, be. That's but, where I'm at with it. But you and I both know it's not. Yeah. And like, because there's there's politicians and there's people that um get away with DUIs when they shouldn't. You know, there is. Oh, there was was he a senator in Kansas or something? He got pulled over after some fundraising stuff and went to jail. Got away. Like, got off of the DUI. Yeah. Like, they're above the law. Um, they, they certainly try. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so anyway, the, the, they call him the QAnon shaman. He was given, like we said, the four years in prison for basically essentially being politely escorted by the Capitol Police. And he even mentions in a prayer while standing in the middle, and this was not, this was not, um, uh, capital footage this was like somebody on their cell phone footage Mm -hmm. 
but he was actually even like praying while standing up the front like you know lord like thank you for these capital police like thank you for them being nice they've let us in here they've let us do this you know like even saying so i mean like I guess just the fact that it annoys me that it was like this quote unquote violent insurrection and all this other kind of stuff. Yet the video is showing us a completely different story. And, you know, we, 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 it's been, it's now been proven with many studies, many times masks didn't work. Don't do shit. Okay. The vaccination is causing problems. Okay. If you like vaccinations and you liked getting vaxxed, fine. But again, it's causing problems. The things that were censored. Okay. Like no vaccination, no medication is 100% perfect. No, mm-hmm. it always has side effects. Yeah. That just happens to be that vaccination side effects. Yep. Um, myocarditis and other issues has been proven, but that was stuff that was, you know, shielded from the internet. Um, pushed under the rug, you know, uh, and then, you know, we got lied to on, you know, the, the fact that there was like the election interference yet now, you know, uh, Elon Musk is showing with the Twitter files that that was also a lie and also bogus. And like the FBI was actually a part of like, Hey, you should probably censor this. Hey, you should probably censor that. Hey, you should probably censor this. Elon Musk is an interesting guy. Like, I wonder what his, his goals are. In you know, this deal, you know, if you take him at face value, you know, he said he was a lifelong Democrat voter and then kind of was like, Holy crap. Especially when like Tesla came around mm-hmm. And he kind of started to see. Under, well, he was a Democrat under, voter then because they're like, okay, we'll give you all this government money to get these batteries going, basically. Yeah. Well, but then he started to kind of see <clears throat> under the veil. And mm-hmm. he said, like, he, he kind of made that decision of like, holy crap, like, I can't allow this to stand. Like, I'm seeing what's going on and, and saw what, what they were doing and decided, whoa, like, you know, I, I don't agree with this. I don't like this. Um, and so there's you know, more to it though. I guarantee it. He's got, he's got deeper goals. Okay, but he's, it, he's got personal aspirations in it. Okay, but even even if that's even if that's the case, okay, at the present moment in time, he's exposing mm-hmm. the bad things that bad people did, mm-hmm. and and so we have to take this at its at its at face value with this information on this circumstance because that's like saying that's like saying you look at a law enforcement officer and you have the benefit of hindsight. So you make this like, well, he should have made this decision. Well, he didn't have that information at the time. So like, we just take this specific thing that he's releasing information on the empirically proven information. No, I understand that. But and, and I just, there is a reason why he's doing it. Everybody has a reason why they do things. And sometimes can that reason not just be that you're a good person and that you want to do right more, more times than not when you've got that kind of money. The, what does he have to gain? The guy has a butt fuck ton of money. What, what else, does Bill Gates what more have does to he gain? Need? What more does he need? What does Bill Gates need? Well, power and control. I mean, that's obvious. Population control. Would Elon Musk want the same thing? I don't know. I'm not in is his he, brain. Like, but but on the flip side is Bill Gates has shown his cards. He's said what he wants. I know that's he what wants, I'm... he wants to depopulate. He wants population control. I mean, those those are the things. You know. That, I mean, that, there's there's a reason that Elon Musk has built spaceships. You know, because he knows we got to get the fuck out of here. Well, and, and again, he again, I, I don't know because I'm not in his brain. And, and But sometimes the motivation can literally just be like, this is wrong and I want to see what's right. The guy's got enough money. Like at this point, if they really wanted to attack him and tear him down and try to take all of his money, I think they could probably get it done. If you got enough of the really big money people together, you could get it done. Mm-hmm. But um. But it's one of those things where 
you know, he, he, he's pretty well off. I mean, if anything, the guy's just going to like, you know, suicide himself. Like that's probably what the next thing would be. So, um, of course, you know, this is definitely receiving, uh, J6 is definitely receiving a lot of, of support from Donald Trump. You know, he said, let the January 6th prisoners go. They were convicted or awaiting trial based on a giant lie, a radical left con job. Thank you, Tucker Carlson, the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, for what you have both done. New video footage is irrefutable. So the mainstream media, and this is from uh, an article from New York Post. It says the mainstream media can spin and smear all they want, but there's no defense of January the January 6th committee's cutting clips to remove context or lying about things that the footage contradicted. And this was a uh, GOP strategist, um, Andrew Suburban tweeted. Tucker exposed the January 6th committee, which the media treated as the word of God, as a dishonest partisan charade, he added. And then a, uh, ro- That's the way it is. I mean, it's, it's frustrating, though, because people do. Like, they just watch CNN, you know? That echo chamber, right. Or they just watch Fox News, Fox News right. and it's that echo chamber. Uh, let's see, uh, Mary Miller, a representative out of Illinois tweeted, thank you, Tucker Carlson, for exposing the lies of the partisan January 6th witch hunt committee. They hid videos and evidence from the American people to advance partisan political narrative. Tucker is a shining light and sharing the truth because democracy dies in darkness, which I think is also another interesting point is it's all a word game, right? We've since moved from... Global warming, you don't hear that anymore. What do you now hear? Climate change, right? Um, it's moved from uh, transvestite to transgender. Or, you know, so this is all an important word game and softening and really disconnecting people from what the actual meaning is. Constantly, we hear the word democracy. Constantly, constantly, constantly. We are not a democracy. Mm-mm. We are a representative republic and would, or, a, or a constitutional republic. And because if it were, you've heard me say before, if it were truly a democracy, we would all vote. That new truck that you have, I could get all the people to vote that I own that truck now. If in a true democracy, that now that truck's mine. It's not. If new. I got enough, okay, new. it's new to me. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is, is, if I got enough people to vote, I could now own your truck in a true democracy. Mm-hmm. Or if I wanted to take over your land, My or farm, I wanted to yeah. take away your children, or I wanted to take away your guns, etc. No, we are not a democracy. Get that word out of your fucking brain. It's not a democracy. It's a constitutional republic or representative republic, based on how you want to look at it. So there is significantly more to it than democracy and voting. Because, again, if that were the case that we were a democracy, just like you said, it would all be up to a popular vote on everything. And in Kansas, you can't even do that. In some states, you can. Like in Oklahoma, like you can sign a petition to um, vote on recreational marijuana. But we don't have that luxury in Kansas to sign a petition to get a vote. Didn't you say that that was something that you were like that they were working on getting changed? I have no idea. I thought you were the one telling me that. I think it was something that I w- wished that they would change. I don't know if they're actually working on it. Oh, okay. Because that just takes more power away from them, so why would they change it? Yeah, well, and, and takes their, their... Just like them time, giving themselves fucking raises this year. Time, effort, and energy away from other things that they could make money off of. 
So, Kansas is frustrating because, like, they only work half the year. You know? Yeah. And not even half. It's like well, four, and, maybe five months. And talking to Jason, you know, and Jason is the is the outlier here, Jason Probst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the outlier. I mean, he did say, like, you know, when we're in the Capitol, we're not getting rich. I mean, like, we're there and we're, we can't leave and we, we're not, you know, we're I'm not okay. working, working our full-time job, you know, that kind of stuff. I am okay giving them raises to make that to where that is their full-time job for a certain number of terms, you know, and to where they work the whole year. They're in session January to December, you know. Obviously, they're going to have more time off because they're traveling for coming home to visit their families and this and that. Like, I'm okay with that. Them giving a raise for that reason, but not to just give themselves a raise for four months out of the year. Yeah. And for us to end up in the same spot we've been in the last three fucking years of medical marijuana and nothing changed. Nothing. It's not going to pass this year. It won't. I would be surprised if it passes. Well, um, I wanted to play a quick clip here. Um, this is what Chuck Schumer had to say on Tucker Carlson releasing the footage. And so I wanted to play that so we can listen to it in the podcast. It's like a six minute uh, speech. I don't know if we'll listen to the whole thing, but okay. we might, I might pause and we might talk about some of the things. So we'll start that. Last night, millions of Americans tuned in to one of the most shameful hours we have ever seen on cable television with contempt for the facts, disregard of the risks, and knowing full well he was lying, lying to his audience. Have you ever noticed that the people that typically have done something, like, for instance, the cheater in the relationship that cheats, they're usually um, saying that their partner's cheating, like you're a cheater, like the mm-hmm. person. They're accusing you know, they're, of them. They're, they're doing the very thing that they're, they're projecting and they're mm-hmm. accusing. So as you listen to this, keep that in mind. Fox News host Tucker Carlson ran a lengthy segment last night arguing the January 6th Capitol attack was not a violent insurrection. By diving deep into the waters of... Now, the important piece of that equation is when we talk about a violent insurrection, number one, as a patriot and as an American, I think that if our government isn't doing what it's supposed to, that's exactly what we're supposed to do. So I'm pretty sure first, that's the way it's written in the Constitution. First, first thing. Well, that's exactly why the framers wrote the Constitution the mm-hmm. way they did, is because they knew we'd get to where we are now, because we're broken people working a broken system, broken men, etc. And they've, so, they've seen like what our political system had done <clears throat> in the past yeah. and where the corruption comes in. That, like they didn't just like come up with this; like they'd done the research on it and stuff too. You know? Yeah. And and if you really want to talk about violence. The only true violence that happened was perpetuated by the government against the citizenry in that soldier, that that uh, veteran that was killed as a result. That was te- te- really the only violence that happened. So, mm-hmm. Conspiracy and cherry-picking from thousands of hours of security footage. So the important piece is they're, again, projecting and accusing of the very thing that their their committee did, cherry picked certain pieces of footage to use, whereas he showed the whole like this guy walking around the whole Capitol with the Capitol Police basically being escorted. Mm-hmm. Mr. Carlson told the bold faced lie 
that the Capitol attack, which we all saw with our own eyes, was somehow not an attack at all. He tried to argue it was nothing more than a peaceful sightseeing tour. Can you imagine? A nonviolent demonstration, a perfectly fine and appropriate instance of people expressing their opinion. I, so many others who were here in the Capitol, and millions and millions of Americans are just furious with Tucker Carlson and Kevin McCarthy today. Many of my staff were here at the Capitol on January 6th. Their lives were put in danger, as were the lives of many of my colleagues, as well as police, maintenance staff, reporters. And I think it's important that these, like, well, all these people were put in danger, the police. And I'm like, you know, I think it, I find it interesting that when it's politically expedient for you, you'll use the police as your thing to stand on. I'm like, well, they put them in danger. Those well, poor the, police. They're the first ones to throw under the rug. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're the ones that want to fucking defund us. Yep. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, and then the media, they were put in danger. And I'm like, yeah, you're rebuking the media right now. Mm -hmm. What? This makes no sense. <laughs> Countless others. At one point, I was within 30 feet of the rioters. One of them, I was told, shout it out, let's get him. So I have a question. If you were within 30 feet of the rioters, why did you have to get told that they said, let's get him? Would you not have heard that? Yeah. Why did you need to be told that? Hmm. Interesting piece. Because he's so old, he can't fucking hear. <laughs> Before my detail pulled me away and we ran in the other direction. I'm sure he to ran say really January fast. 6th was not violent is a lie, a lie, pure and simple. Yep, you're right. You're right. It was a lie. It was the only violence perpetuated was by the government. I don't think I've ever seen a primetime cable news anchor manipulate his viewers the way Mr. Carlson did last. That is also a lie. <laughs> we watch it happen all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. And we watch it happen all through Rona. I mean, literally the death tickers on the front that the CDC has since said, oh, crap. Like, we kind of miscounted those. My bad. We're going to put Sorry. that, we're going to put that in reverse. Our mistake. It's like, uh, like Ferris Bueller's day off when they take the, his dad's Corvette out for a spin. <laughs> and then, and then try to like r run it back. Run it in reverse. In reverse. So, <laughs> so the odometer goes back. And then, and then crash it down in the woods below the house. Yep. Yeah. And they're crashing and burning. I think honestly, they're they're in oh fuck mode at this point between the Twitter files and all of this kind of stuff. Um, I think they're in oh fuck mode. Last night, I don't think I've ever seen an anchor treat the American people and American democracy with such disdain. Again, there's that word democracy. And he's going to come back tonight with another segment. Fox News should tell him not to. Fox News, Rupert Murdoch. Tell Carlson not to run a second segment of lies. You know it's a lie. You've admitted it's a lie. Sounds please, like a threat to me, man. Please, God, please don't expose us anymore. I beg you. I'm so sorry. I won't do it again. Please don't. Uh, that sounds like a threat. Well, and not only that, but you have a government official. And, and granted, the Constitution reads that the government shall make no law, you know, against, like, the media and free speech and all that. This isn't a law. But you have a government official essentially trying to, you know, essentially censor the media. Mm -hmm. And let's face it, the guy's got some power. 
and you know potentially could wield that power. So when you He's have a someone Senate like majority this, leader, right? So I don't remember on Chuck Schumer. Um, let's look it up. He's a senator in New York, and he's had that seat since 1999, and he is the Senate Majority Leader since 2021. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you were good there. So we'll keep going a little bit here. And Speaker McCarthy is every bit as culpable. At least on the upside, McCarthy was willing to stand behind the fact that he allowed it to happen versus being a anonymous whistleblower that you hear all the time. Like, who are these anonymous whistleblowers? Who are they? Where do they come from? At least he was willing to stand behind the fact of, yep, it was me. I released it. I gave him the footage. Mm -hmm. I like that. I can honor that. As Mr. Carlson, Speaker McCarthy's decision to share security footage with Fox looked like a mistake from the very beginning. But after last night, it looks like a disaster. Yeah, disaster for y'all. Because your narrative is getting blown to fucking pieces. Here's my thing is, our government tax dollars paid for every cent of every person that was in that building, every window, every camera, every foot, every storage server that had the video, all of it. It's owned by us. This shouldn't even be a question as to whether it should or could or woulda or whatever. That should be the, here's the information. Make your own informed decision. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Spe- Speaker McCarthy has played a treacherous, a treacherous game by catering to the hard right. You know what I think is interesting? Anytime that you buck up against them in any way, you're the hard right. And Fox News is not even close to like the hard right media. My thing is, is like, if you look at what the Bible says to do with like people that are like child molesters and all that other kind of stuff, like if you want to like, cause there, there, there was a document that came out where the FBI was labeling certain Catholics as domestic terrorists. You know, if that were the case, like, you know, then they'd just be putting people into a wood chipper. Like mm-hmm. that, that is extremism. That is the hard right, right? And I think anytime you buck up against these people and they're talking about playing playing treacherous games and all this other kind of stuff is this is exactly what you do. This is the bed that you've that you've made and now you're essentially kind of laying in it. You you play these games constantly. You do these things constantly. It's second nature to you. It's like it's like a businessman making a purchasing decision. It's second nature. Yep. He's enabled the big lie and has further eroded away at our precious democracy. When people don't. Again, we hear in the word democracy. Keep in mind, this gentleman's reading from a script. The verbiage is very important. It's Demo- well thought out. Democracy, yes, democracy was chosen for a specific reason. It's, it's, it's like this sentiment that the majority of people don't want this. The majority of people don't like this. Well, here's the deal. Even if 99.9% repeating of people in this nation wanted to take guns and I was the 0.1%, fuck them because the Constitution says I can have it. Mm -hmm. And until you go through the process of a two-thirds majority vote and getting the Constitution amended, 
I am completely protected under the constitution of that, regardless of what everyone else thinks. So the, the, you really have to pay attention to the words these people are using because it's very important. Always make sure you're running the words that you hear. And I'm not saying just from Chuck Schumer. Okay. Senator, like the, the McCarthy guy that's a Republican. That's the speaker of the house. Like Ted any, Cruz, any like of them, them, any of them. This isn't a Republican versus Democrat. I'm not trying to divide you. Even Donald Trump. Even Donald Trump. Make sure you filter it and think, why is this being said? What are they trying to gain? What is the message they're trying to send? Don't believe elections are on the level. That's the beginning of the end of this bold experiment in democracy that has gone on for more than 200 years. It's all the more shameful because Speaker McCarthy knows precisely what kind of customer Mr. Carlson is. He's not surprised by this outcome. What, what kind of customer he is? Anyone that says anything that doesn't is what we want is a bad person. Like, that's the litmus test. <laughs> what a low point for Speaker McCarthy. What a low point for Fox News. As reporting on the Dominion lawsuit shows, Mr. Carlson had no problem admitting behind the scenes that the big lie is pure garbage. When Sidney Powell went on the air to push the stolen election narrative, Mr. Carlson told fellow... The stolen election narrative, the same different, you know, the, the narrative that they pushed uh, was that it was the violent insurrection, etc. What's the Dominion deal he's talking about? Uh, Dominion is the company that um, does all of the electronic voting. Mm. And there were some issues that they were kind of like, um, like that they, they had screwed with the election, like basically making votes count different ways and, and stuff like that. Uh, so they're the voting machines, basically. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, anger, anchor. I was trying to get that to show up on the TV for you so you could see it, but I don't know why. Is he like in front of the whole Senate now talking? Yes. This is, this is him, uh, in front of the whole, the, the whole House or Senate, whatever. Sorry. Um, I don't know why I can't get that to come up there for you, but oh well, I'll just keep playing it. Anchor Laura Ingram that Sidney Powell is lying. His words by the deposition. Mr. Carlson's own producer texted him that quote. Oh, hey, look, it takes the audio from, from here. Damn it. And puts it on the TV. Mm, nice. Oh, damn it. So much for that idea. There is evidence of voter fraud that swung the election. They know. They know full well they've been lying. And they're doing it anyway. We all. Americans of all types and stripes and corners of this country, Democrats, Republicans, independents, need to take a stand and call out Mr. Carlson's conduct for what it is, a dangerous, unforgivable attempt to destabilize our democracy and rewrite the history of the worst attack on our Constitution since the Civil War. It's an in... I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, the, the guy is releasing footage and he's basing 
his his observations and his assertions off of video footage received from the building where this happened how how is this unforgivable like had he had he gone out and killed millions of people or hundreds of people or whatever like that's something that's unforgivable crimes against humanity that kind of thing yeah I don't see how releasing video, and he's talking about destabilizing. If anything, it's, it's, it's destabilizing to their foundation because people are starting to go, wait a fucking minute. Like something's not right here. Mm-hmm. The only thing you're destabilizing is their narrative and their power and what they're trying to get and what they're pushing, in my opinion. Yeah. Again, that's my opinion. <clears throat> I mean, everything comes out eventually. That's the issue. Like when you set up something like that, like it is so there's so many moving pieces that eventually like like it's going to get leaked out what actually happened you know well but the thing is is that is that um is that 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 we as americans have like such a like are the american people have the the uh, what I want to say, attention span of a gnat. Like people said after 9-11, never forget. They very quickly forgot. Mm-hmm. We were never as united as we'd ever been that I'd ever seen than after 9-11 for a period of time. Cops were loved. Firefighters were loved. Military was loved, etc. Complete unity. Gone in an instant. You know? People are forgot or forgetting that COVID happened and that they did all that stuff to you for essentially no reason. Mm-hmm. And then they try to say, trust the science. Well, the science is always ever changing. Yeah, it's not. It's not a definitive stone. There's a method and a practice and information that comes through. And, um, and so, you know, it's just, it's just interesting to, to see how the the destabilization is actually being perpetuated by the government. You've heard me many times say, when was the last time the government ever came into your life and made something better or easier? You know? Never. To every police officer who was on the scene that terrible, fearful day, it's an insult. Again, continue to stand on us police officers when it's politically expedient for you, but then call for us to be defunded when it's also politically expedient. To the memory of every single person who perished in connection to the attack. The one person that died. The other people died after the fact from other issues. Probably suicided, but, you know. It was the one, the lady, right? Yeah, the the veteran Mm -hmm. that got shot by Capitol Police. Especially to the memory of Brian Sicknick. Nonviolent? Ask the Sicknick fam. Mr. Sicknick died of strokes after the fact. Like he did not die at the hands of protesters, yet here we are still spending that spinning the narrative. He never says he he even specifically omits. Remember the verbiage here. He specifically omits he doesn't say at the hands of protesters or anything. He leaves it very vague. Especially the member of, or the memory of Officer Sitnik. Okay, like, I'm not trying to say that, like, I'm happy the guy died or anything like that. But to say that it was a violent protester that killed him, that's not what happened. And also, this messaging is very vague. It makes me sick just thinking about what his family must be going through this morning. And it's an insult 
to everyone who cares about our democracy and wishes to preserve the dream of our founders in our day, in our age. I hope every member of this chamber will call out Fox and Mr. Carlson for defending the insurrectionists. And again, I am disappointed and angered in Speaker McCarthy's decision to share sensitive security footage with Mr. Carlson. And I'm curious, what was so sensitive about the footage? Like, were they holding up classified documents of how to make a nuke? Yeah, and it wasn't like you watched a dude beat someone's head in with a fire extinguisher. I mean, like, again, what was so sensitive about it? The reason that it was sensitive is because it doesn't help you in your position. Mm-hmm. Speaker McCarthy was here that day. He knows what actually happened. His staff and members... Which is probably why he released it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Suffered like everyone else, but he chose cheap political expediency over truth and preservation of democracy. I condemn Mr. Carlson for siding. So cheap political expediency versus the truth. How is releasing video to people to, to view and see and have the information? How is that not seeking the truth? Here's everything. I mean, like when I, when I, when I make a case against somebody and I arrest them, I am required by law to give every single document, every single piece of video, photograph, everything I have against them that they can then use against the trier of fact or trier of truth, the the judge, to potentially get themselves out or find something that I did wrong and use that to get themselves out of an issue. How is releasing video footage a bad thing? That is the truth portion of it. Mm -hmm. Telling me what I should think based on a committee and not showing me what happened, that to me is not seeking the truth. That is the opposite of it. Yeah, so something like this happened in Kansas, not, I mean, to this extent, but just showing one side of the argument for medical marijuana. So two weeks ago, they had educational hearings. You know who didn't get invited to the educational hearings? The, the coalition? The coalition, the chamber, ACLU, Bleeding Kansas, all these advocates that have been advocating for years for medical or for marijuana in Kansas. Nobody got invited. You know who was there? Who's that? MSOs. What's, and What's, what's an MSO? Um... Multi-state operations, like oh, so other basically big money, big money, yeah, and which uh, is the which is the whole people who are so right-wing and against cannabis, like it was all proponents basically of a program, but it was educational. Now this week, they're having more testimony, but I don't think that it was planned to happen. I think that they are backtracking now because. We made a scene about it, like when we were up in Kansas City, we said stuff about it on the news, about how that needed to change, and how they only had one side. Now they're backtracking, and they invited us to come and testify on Wednesday. Um, <clears throat> but um, opponents and neutrals get one day split, and proponents get a full day the next day. <laughs> So, to me, that says, oh, well, they got their fucking minds made up. Yeah. You know? Like, they already, had, they already need have what they need to know from those educational deals a couple of weeks ago. They're just doing this to 
appease. Yeah. Make it look like they care, which is that's what politics do. Politicians. So this video is almost done here, so. ...with the enemies of democracy. I strongly condemn Speaker McCarthy's actions and fiercely oppose his decision to share this footage with Carlson. I urge Fox News to order Carlson to cease propagating the big lie on his network and to level with their viewers about the truth, the truth behind the efforts to mislead the public. Conduct like theirs is just asking for another January 6th. Which you fear. <clears throat> so, uh, Tucker Carlson, of course, had a answer to this. And let me make sure this is the right video here. I think this is it. Let's look. So the defenders of democracy are out defending democracy again. They're telling you it's really, really dangerous. And anyone would get to see the thousands of hours of surveillance footage from January 6th, which has been hidden from the public for two years, as a tiny group of people gets to make up stories about what happened that day and change the country on the basis of those. So that's one thing I have to agree with is basically here's the information versus here's what a couple of people Decided the information. You, yeah, are telling you to think or telling or choosing to show you. Mm-hmm. Stories. And we respectfully disagree. We think people should, in a democracy, be allowed to see what their government is doing and get as much evidence as they... In a constitutional republic, people should allow be allowed to have full transparency of their government. Mm-hmm. They can. And it turns out the public agrees. Rasmussen, the polling firm, just found that 80% of American voters believe it's important that the public should be allowed to see the videos from January 6th. That would include 86% of Republicans, okay. But it would also include 78% of Democrats, 78% and 75% of independents. Wow. So you're defending democracy, but you're denying people information on the basis of which they can make their own decisions. How does that work exactly? Well, it's not democracy, of course. It's building a bulwark against... Your lies being revealed, and they are lying. And we know that because we've been looking at the tape. We're going to bring you information on the tape and some of it next week. And we think it's going to be really, really interesting. That's the thing with me, though. I wish that Fox News would be like, here's the video. Because then it is, again, a certain group of people deciding just exactly what we get to see. Well, if you go out and you, and you go out and you do a little bit of research, you can see different pieces of footage. Now, I have yet to find, because if you think about it, if I tried to download 80,000 hours of video, whew, Good luck. or for, 40, maybe it was 40, I think 40, 40,000 hours of video, that is a massive amount of content. How do you even watch How, that? Huh? How do you even like watch that? Well, so it, it's, it's for, when they say 40,000 hours, you have to keep in mind that there was like, let's say multiple how, cameras, how many cameras they have. And it's. It's 24 hours this day on this camera, 24 hours in this day on this camera, and there's probably hundreds of cameras there. Yeah. So it's easy to aggregate that and make it inflate it and see what it is. I mean, I'm sure it's it's snippets. So you might get one that's in like a storage closet that all you get is black Nothing because nobody went in there. So, um, but then also, where do you host that and how do you share that? Because mm-hmm. now you have potentially millions or hundreds of millions of people trying to download it. Give it to Elon so Musk, there's, he'll there's, figure it out. Yeah. So there, there are some, some hurdles to jump in getting, getting all of that out of there. 
Um, but let's just say, let's just say they are cherry picking. Like, let's just, let's just take your thought process and run with it for a little bit. Let's say Fox News is just quote unquote cherry picking, right? Well, they are quote, quote unquote cherry picking the opposite end of the spectrum. So now you have both sides of the story. Mm -hmm. So now you have the violent insurrection of like the, the, the Molotov cocktails and like, you know, that kind of thing. And now you have this other side. But the part that makes it, it's interesting, that makes me just raise just a little bit of an eyebrow is the fact that if this guy was supposedly this big bad protester out front and all this kind of stuff, why was he in the building? Like that just is the first question. Why was he in the building being escorted around by Capitol Police? That's kind of the, just makes me go, what? Mm -hmm. like something, something's not adding up. Something's not right to at least make me go, okay, something's not right. Ask more questions, get more information. This isn't me standing here definitively. I'm not standing on this podcast saying, all right, everyone, enough's enough. It's time to get up, grab your guns, and go fight the government. And that's not what I'm trying to get at. When Make I'm, Nick's job <laughs> difficult. When I, well, I'll, I'll just let you people know when that time comes, I'm right there with you. Uh, FTG. Um, so, um, so... It just makes me, I'm just asking people to kind of start questioning things that they see in here. This isn't me definitively standing on this podcast saying January 6th was a hoax. This isn't me definitively saying that it was a violent outcry. This isn't me definitively saying anything. This is me saying be informed, do your research, ask your own questions, and don't take all this stuff at face value. Mm -hmm. What what Make the decision off what you see with your own eyes and hear with your own ears. Yeah, I agree. Like, don't take what you see even just on Fox News at face yes. value or CNN yes. at face value or on Twitter at face value. You but, know, like, you've got to balance where you get your news from and you've got to see it from multiple sources on both sides. Yeah, you know, Mr. But who's got the time to do that shit? Well, you uh, know, people at Fox News that are paid to do that kind of thing. <laughs> but but what what I'm saying is is one thing I do have to agree with of what Mr. Uh, Mr. Carlson said was you're arguing that you are standing for the representative republic or for the constitutional republic. You 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 are you're saying that you stand for them and with them. Yet you're trying to keep them from seeing any of the information. Yeah. How how is it that that doesn't make sense? Again, that they didn't have top secret documents that they were showing on the cameras and then trying to keep people from or to, to that Iran's now going to build a nuke because they saw it. And it's not like hundreds of people got brutally murdered on these cameras, you know, like yeah. it's not. I don't know. I, I, I agree with that 100 percent. Like, why are we trying to hide that? Yes. Why can't we see that? Yeah. <clears throat> um, and even if a hundred, hundreds of people got brutally murdered, at least we would now have that information and say, wow. Yeah, what happened there was wrong. Not good. And I stand with you. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. I'm not saying... Or if we even see the one video, the dude getting his head beat in with a fire extinguisher. Which is not there. Yeah, I know, but like... That we know of. Yeah. I mean, it is It is very publicly... Like, if you just search Capitol Police Officer Sitnik and everything, it's 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 all over that he died of a, of a strokes after the fact. Definitely not the fire extinguisher narrative. Yeah. So... Um, there's definitely more to, to come out on that. Um, and I think there's a lot more to be had and said, but the problem is, is like, 
you know, all of this stuff is almost like it's coming to an end and uh, we can get into conspiracy theory here in just a sec. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to get off on this tangent too far, but it's interesting because like, I think that, that they're realizing that so much of this shit's coming to a head between like the Rona and all this stuff that like, and Epstein. And now that, that, that list is getting ready to be released and finally, and there they're like, Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. I oh, didn't shit. know that was getting released. Mm-hmm. A federal judge finally ordered that that list to be released, and so um, well, I think you might be surprised at who's on it. We Pe- all people that you really like and probably respect. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that every single person that probably went to that island fucked kids, but it'd be interesting to see who all's on that list. Um, and uh, but it's like okay, now we need a war in Ukraine. That's why we keep pushing this. Now we can unite the people at least on something, and now we can get the 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 view off of us. Now we need this war mm-hmm. because and and you know it makes the the Raytheons and the you know those kind of people a lot of money, yeah. or, and the, those are the people that fund most of their campaigns. So, did you hear about the uh, quote unquote fake Messiah in Israel? Mm-mm. So it's also interesting that all of this stuff's coming around because they're saying that there's another Messiah in Israel right now to where he has a huge following, um, has supposedly uh, done miracles just like Christ. They're building a synagogue just for him. But it's interesting because um, the it's the Jewish people that are calling him the Messiah, which they did not accept Christ in any way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, they, they killed him. <laughs> you know, that's how much they didn't like Christ. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they're saying that, like, this guy is, a, a, you know, the Messiah and all this other kind of stuff. So, essentially, if you go on, this is, again, another rabbit hole that we could probably do another whole hour or two on. But what I'm getting at is it's just like as a, as a Christian, you know, Revelations talks about the in, the coming of, in coming of days and stuff. But I was telling my wife, I'm like, well, Revelations talks about how essentially he'll kind of come out of the clouds on the back of a white horse. I'm like, this, this guy is like dressed like a Jew and, and all this other kind of stuff. And I'm like, if anything, you know, they talk about the Antichrist that will be seen as this most amazing thing that will bring peace to all the other things. But my wife pointed out a good thing of if you were going to attack God or Christ, where would you start first? Close to home. With his chosen people, the Jews, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, ooh, interesting thought process there. And so, um, you know, because for me as a believer, Christ was, you know, born, crucified, and risen again. Mm-hmm. And then he will return on the back of a white horse. So it's I struggle with that of being, you know, essentially Christ all over again. Yeah. That, that's something I definitely struggle with. Now, my mind's not closed to that fact um, because, you know, I've watched God do amazing things in my life. So I'm not putting it past him to, like, if he wanted to, he could snap us into or out of existence. So it's like, hey, hey, son, you want to go back to Earth? Ah, sounds good. Let's do it, you know. Yeah. But um, I think it's uh, going to be completely different than the first time around. So it's just a, it's just an interesting thought of seeing all this stuff come together, and and I think it's easy to get hung up and like dwell on a lot of these things. But the best thing you can do is just like Andy says, personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion. When you're building a business, when you're building yourself better, 
You're not reliant on them. You're not reliant on their streaming services. You're not reliant on their medications. You're not reliant on them. You're not making them money. Personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion. Mm -hmm. If everybody was personally excellent, we wouldn't need the government. We wouldn't need the pharmaceutical companies as much. Um, and we would all be significantly better off. So that's what I'm trying to get at is through this podcast is I'm not definitively saying it was a hoax. I'm not definitively saying it was a violent insurrection. Make your own decision on that. Listen to the verbiage very carefully. To me and Nick, like what we've talked about today, like could be wrong. You know, like a year from now, there could be more information that comes out. 100%. This could be wrong. 100%. 100%. I'm just trying to get out the information and have the conversation. Again, just have a conversation. Not try to tell you what or how to think. Yeah. Um, We all like to think that everybody is good and does things for good reasons. But um, the more... Everybody does. The more I've uh, been into politics, like, and seen it, like... The more it's like, oh, it's rare for people to actually do the right thing for a good reason. <laughs> well, and that's another thing that I found through like my live hard process and 75 hard process is I have very little room for people's bullshit or mm-hmm. for their excuses or for their lack of doing that. So when people like that come around, like I just, I just, I don't associate, I don't cut, I cut them out. So it is a foreign concept to me because I, just, hard. I just don't deal with it. That's a hard thing to do too. Yeah. To cut those people out because some of those people could have been close with you. Yeah. yeah and I, they have I had been. to do it recently. Mm-hmm. So that's all I had. I mean, we've covered quite a lot there. So we did. You, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Or you, you said you had some things that you were talking. Wanting to, well, I kind of filled in there, here and there. Okay, good. With the I, I just didn't marijuana want to like I took to, over, you know. No, I, I just. Of course, I did my research and you just kind of tagged along, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the way usual. we roll. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot of frustration with our political system with me right now and not because in Kansas, like it's the Republicans that are the dumbasses. <laughs> not, not all Republicans are, but it's yeah. the Republicans that are holding this bill up so it'll pass. You know, I'll tell you one thing. It's it's definitely not an R versus D thing for me because if I could, I would vote for Jason Prost in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And I would a, too. And he's a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a freaking heartbeat. Yep. Good. And he's a good man. Like Ty Masterson, the senator from Andover. You mean Ty Rent Masterson? Ty, yes. <laughs> he is the reason the medical marijuana bill has not passed. He is a representative for the Andover area. So if you're in that area, maybe you shouldn't vote for him next time. Even not trying probably. to tell you what to think, <laughs> but if you're a proponent of medical mer- medical cannabis, that should help you make your voting decision. Yeah, he is the one of the main reasons. Um, <clears throat> he's the Senate Majority Leader, the Senate President. So basically, he says what bills can be passed and can't be passed, or can be voted on in the Senate. Um, and he's held it up the last three years. And it does look like it's going to change this year. So that man needs to go. He needs to be voted out. So just not, just lots of frustration. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's something that you've been invested in and you, you know, you kind of wanted to see happen. Yeah. But. And cause there's people suffering, man. There's people suffering without, there's been going to people, going to be people that abuse marijuana. Just like there's people that they, abuse alcohol. They are. Yes. There always will be. Yeah. Um, there but, pe- 
But you know, it's interesting is you, you talk about the, the a plant that grows, people smoke it, and then that, like that that's abuse and that's like seen as this taboo thing. Yeah. Yet nobody, I, I can't be arrested for going to McDonald's and abusing my body by eating trash food all day long. Far worse to get And far worse for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's the part that's just perplexing to me. Yep. It's follow the money, man. Yeah. Exactly. That's what you got to do with all this. Exactly. Follow the money all the way back. And it's that money goes back to a few pockets and those people run our system completely. So I'm not going to get too much in depth with this. I could talk for another two hours about this stuff. So I don't know. Let's just uh, go out there and. Be the change we want to be. We talk about that a lot. I do. I say that, and that's basically the same what Nick was saying earlier. And it just let's make the world a better place. Yeah, and I think the biggest key here is stop being a success zombie mm-hmm. and stop consuming all of this content of like these videos about how to be better and how to do better and how to blah blah, and then not execute. Go out and execute. And if that means you start slow with a 30-minute walk every day, go execute that. Little wins at a time. <clears throat> and then start building on them. Baby steps. That's the thing i found so far with Live Hard and, and 75 Hard is, you know, you start building on those things and they start becoming easy. They start becoming inculcated in your life. That's just who you are, what you do, how you do it. Like the gym, it's a habit. Start building on those small things. And it doesn't always have to be going to the gym. It doesn't have to be 75 hard. It doesn't have to be live hard. I mean, the gym for me, like I've said it multiple times, like that's my antidepressant. You know, I go in there and I get moving and I gain confidence and it helps me. And like, I don't have to take prescription medicines for depression because I go to the gym. You know, and I feel better about my body than I did the day before. Yeah. Um, so go out and make those small changes and yeah. just execute. So 100%. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the higher points. And, uh, we'd appreciate if you guys give us a like on social media, um, on, uh, our Instagram at the higher points or on, on Facebook. Um, go check out the website, share the episodes, leave us a review. You know, all that stuff goes a long ways. Um, we are still, uh, renting out our podcast studio. If anybody would like to get off the ground and do their own podcast, or even if they want to just record like a 20 minute, like podcast or like a five minute, um, ad or something, you know, our, our studio is open and we'll help you, um, get going. So we just want to see people, uh, succeed. Um, just go out there and, uh, let's have a good week. We'll catch up with you guys next time.